Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like bro, but he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right. This is a Monday edition of the Taz Show. Hello, one and all. Hope everybody's well. Hope the weekend was good. Never got into the weekend thing. That's a on the same level of a happy Friday. That's like, how was your weekend, Doug? Oh, not bad. Debbie, it was awesome. Me and the wifey and the kids went to the zoo. Oh, that's great. Fuck the show. Got a lot to cover here in this episode of the Taz Show. That's for sure. Might be doing a grind my gears. Well, we're doing it this week. Might not start today. We have to see. But that that's on the docket. Grind my gears part three for off the hooks. Uh, I want to get that out of the way right away. Um, I want to let people know that. So if people are calling the show, that's why before I give the number, this is how I do it in my consistency form. I want to let you know that. If you're calling just to give your your grind, your gears, uh, part three, what they say, part third, um, it might not happen today, but you can still call the show. That's a very simple process. You know that 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. Yeah, so you can call the show if you'd like. On this episode here, we'll cover um, a raw preview. We'll uh, probably do some Facebook Live later on. We will discuss the NFL, uh, some of the games yesterday. Um, some of the teams were in red, white, and blue. My team was victorious and other teams. And uh, we'll talk a little World Series with an epic game yesterday. Epic. This game was. We'll get into that later on. Obviously, um, probably going to do this in the first segment. WWE releases uh, that that went down over the weekend, which sucks. Uh, but uh, and some of the fallout from that, which someone put out not too smart of a tweet, and uh, I will get into that uh, in this show right here. Uh, so welcome, welcome everybody to the Taz Show. Hope everybody's good. Hope everybody's good. Um, another thing that needs to be discussed, and I'm going to do that right now, is the future of video for the Taz show. So I went on my uh, Facebook page and did a live Facebook live. That's kind of redundant. Uh, live Facebook live. But I did this on um, Saturday afternoon. I think it was. Yes. So I kind of, you know, I've been telling people for a while about here uh, on the Taz show on other on my other social media platforms that you know, there's mergers going a merger going on here with CBS and a company called Entercom, um, which meaning when I say CBS, I don't mean CBS corporate, I mean CBS radio. So you know, so that so in 2018 going forward, like things with CBS radio will change a little bit, 
but you'd have to be like a radio big radio fan, not not just of my show, but of like, to, um, uh, uh, you know, news talk on radio, sports talk, like not just in New York or wherever, all over the country. So CBS Radio is it's a public thing. It's a you know, um, is this merger going on? It's been going on for months, uh, and I don't know the ins and outs. It's above my pay grade. How that all works? It's it's a publicly traded company, so there's different things with contracts, with legal, with the government, because it's on Wall Street. I don't want to get into all that because I don't know much about it, to be frank. So, um, But there's certain times that companies or people can talk about it or negotiate. It's just it's, <laughs> it's like you need to go to law school or to be like a finance guru to figure this thing out. Well, not finance. Maybe it's finance because it's Wall Street. Uh, regardless, um, I'm getting off the rails about this topic. The thing is. There's a merger going on. So there are a lot of things changing, and I've been talking about this for quite some time, like I said, on my social media accounts, um, which, you know, will affect my content a little bit and not necessarily for the negative, but there's also things that are being affected for the negative. And one thing is the video. Um, it's going to be put on pause for quite some time, for a little while. You know, not only is this merger going on, but... We are uh, moving, you know, so basically where the gimmick clubhouse is in, in Mid midtown Manhattan, that whole floor. Now, unless you're new to the show, you, you know this already, but I'm sorry. So just you and me for a minute to be redundant. But um, for those that are new to the show, we're moving. So not only is this big merger happening, but the spot there in Midtown, two floors of CBS Radio Corporate is moving to a different location in Manhattan. So with that move comes a lot of different things from a technical standpoint, all the way down to the wiring, as crazy as that sounds, right? But it's the truth. So um, um, video is going to be, this will be the last week, this week right here of live video or VOD for the Taz show for quite some time. Uh, but the show will still be audio, so you can still listen live or listen to the podcast version of the show every day. That won't change. Um, now, we'll be shooting some video here and there um, during different live broadcasts, and um, we'll post them on social media, you know, as uh, different clips and stuff like that, and different spots, either Facebook or, or um, one of the Twitter accounts for the show, or, you know, um, you'll get to see uh, see different stuff on the show and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I, I think I humbly say I do my best for a long time to bring you guys behind the scenes and give you guys some candid stuff, which we have fun with a lot, meaning video. So it's not just the live video of the uh, the live feed of the Taz show that you're watching right now. Maybe you're watching or watching VOD. So some people on social media, on the Facebook, were saying, well, my God, Anthony's fired. He's done. On Facebook Live, I was doing a Facebook Live chain. Anthony's fired. He's done. That's it. Anthony, uh, video producer extraordinaire, uh, welcome to the Taz show, sir, uh, via audio. Uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? Okay, very good. So, um, obviously, I never spoke to you about this at all. You found out about this on Facebook Live, right? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I was watching live, chewing my nails off. Like, what? No, no, no. You, you, we, no, we, I, it, I did know. There was, you told me, obviously. Yeah, and, well, Seth was in the meeting, too. And, and, you know, there was different talks. But here's the thing. And I want to let you know publicly, as far as I'm concerned, you know, you're always going to be part of the Taz show. No, you know. You did, you came in and learned how to be a video producer. You know, you you didn't come in. At, you know, you know, uh, video. Brian was the guy uh, running the game with the video, and you know, 
you came in, he trained you, and you picked it up, and I tip my cap to you, dude. You, you, you do an amazing job. You really do. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. But, you know, people don't realize you're, um, well, you're part of the Taz show as long as you want to be, as far as I'm concerned. You understand me? Yeah, okay. I'm riding the coattails as long as possible. And I love that. Okay, so um, I'm all about the barnacles. We know this. So, so the thing is, <laughs> people don't realize you're a jack of all trades, though. Like, you, you don't just, you're not, you didn't come in just as a video guy. You're an audio producer. Uh, you know how to handle different technical things on the show, social media expert, kind of, um, everything. You, you, at times, you might even be a guest call screener. That could happen, too. I'm, I'm, whatever you need me for, I'm here, even if it's just a walk rover. See, that right there, it's called a team player, folks. See, you people out there need to learn from Anthony right there. This is why this kid's a success, and he's going to win in the game of life. Because he is a team player, knows to the grindstone, he don't dick around, he goes straight forge ahead, and whatever the team needs and the, sh the company needs, he's there. Team player, company Jones. That's what he is. Anthony, I thank you. And I thank you for giving me the opportunity. I'm, I'm a Taz team guy more than a company guy. If that is my company, then. Ah, respect that. So if the Taz show is Gonski from here, ah, maybe Anthony comes along. I, I'm down. I'm down, yes. All right, best of luck to you in your future endeavors. All right, so <laughs> uh, speaking of that, uh, a rounding, a rounding, eh, that's not even the right word. Uh, interesting, I wish someone the best luck of their future endeavors on the air, and that was guest call screener last week, Pat, <clears throat> Pat McGroin, a lot of people know him, and apparently he's back. Uh, he's answering the call, so if you want to call the show, you can talk to Pat. That's a very simple thing. You could do that, um, you know. So you could jump on there and say hello to Pat. I don't know why he's back. I could have sworn I fired him, but he's back. Um, it's okay. Dennis, why is he back? Honestly, Seth told me uh, I tried. I couldn't get anybody else. Pat was begging. He said, look, you know, Taz put me in the blender. I handled it really well. And I was like, uh, Seth, did you watch the show? I was like, Pat had the deer in the headlights. So he wants another crack at you is what he said. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, as long as, hey, Pat, I know you can hear me, Sonny. As long as you don't try to teach me the ins and outs of the wrestling business, <laughs> we're good to go. Anything else you want to teach me on, you can teach me. And whatever, I'll tell you what, Pat, what got over on, uh, on, on with the Taz show when you were on there, it was your bald, shining head. Um, uh, people thought you had a very odd-shaped head and you looked like a very odd man, and they meant that lovingly, and they felt like your head was shining like a cue ball. So congrats on that success. All right, so uh, on to more serious things here. So, unfortunately, we heard about these releases in WWE. So, uh, it's it sucks. You know, whenever someone, it's it, you have you people need to think about this. This is a job, okay? People that are wrestlers, I don't care if they're in WWE or whatever company, and if they don't get booked anymore on an independent or uh, if in a situation like WWE and they they get released out of their contract. You, you know, you guys have to equate that and understand that is the equivalent of someone losing their job. They're being fired, basically. And I think we all kind of grow up realizing, you know, we, no one wants to see anyone get fired. And nevertheless, yourself. Right. So it's just, and there's something called karma. You don't want to you don't want to gloat or be happy if someone loses their job. I've always believed in that. I've, I've come across a lot of you know guys in the wrestling business coming up that I was good friends with. And some guys I didn't like and some guys that didn't like me. And um, that's just part of life. When you've been around something three decades like yours, truly, that happens. You know, or, or you get to a higher level 
And then there's a lot of envy and a lot of shit happens and it gets weird. But my point is this. I've never in my life or my career wished anyone to be fired or if someone was released or, you know, got cut loose from the company, whatever, wherever I was wrestling or as a broadcaster, I never found any humor in that or thought that was a good thing. Um, Because I just think that's the wrong way to be. I think it's bad karma and I don't think that goes over well. Uh, well, WWE, uh, they basically put out uh, they, that they have come to terms in the releases of WWE superstars Emma, Darren Young, and Summer Rae. So, you know, three very talented people, um, definitely. You know, the last we've seen of Darren Young, uh, he was doing this stuff with Bob Backlund, and they were pushing it on Raw and stuff like that, where Bob Backlund was kind of like his <clears throat> his trainer, his coach. I mean, <clears throat> I didn't really think it was a good gimmick. I, I thought it was a little bit kind of like, ugh. Little, little funky. Um, it, it, it didn't seem, it seemed like a real oil and water type thing with Backlund and um, Darren Young. Darren's talented, don't get me wrong, but it just seemed very, it just didn't gel. Even though they were, they were I guess that was the bit, whatever. It just didn't get over. Um, and I guess creative couldn't find anything else for Darren Young. Uh, I don't know really Darren Young at all, but he seems like a very intelligent guy. He's a very talented guy. A uh, very uh, excellent promo guy, can work well, he's got a great body, um, you know, looks the part, the whole deal. This guy will find work, I promise you that. I mean, he's, you know, he's a talented man. Um, it's a shame, though, because you hear that a lot. Well, you know, and I'm not saying WWE said this, but this is probably the line they said to Darren. Um, you know, WWE, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, creative, uh, you know, they have nothing for you right now. That's the that's the go-to line you hear a lot. Um which I'm not a fan of the line because it's a load of hogwash. I mean, um, if you really want to keep someone, <laughs> it's it's not about creative. I understand they're not, you know, it's not a, a, a they got to make money. I get that. I understand that. They have a big overhead, WWE. Obviously, they spend, you know, millions of dollars uh, monthly. Um, so I assume uh, Summer Rae, Darren, and uh, Emma, this was probably a, a – uh, along the lines of to save some money too, and, and they wanted to revamp the talent roster a little bit, and they have budgets, believe it or not. They don't have an endless budget. They And and from what I've been hearing, you know, and coming and going into 2018, they, they're cutting back a little bit on, on what they're spending from the network down. So, you know, there are a lot of folks, even folks in the wrestle business, think that WWE are just having a, a, a endless uh, pay, uh, checkbook I think just cut checks for anything and spend money for anything. And, and it's just like, yeah, whatever. Here you go. Yeah, we're millionaires. Here you go. Here you go. It doesn't work like that. Um, I do think sometimes there is some things they should spend money on and cut back on certain other things. Just looking now, not being there internally, but knowing how it works internally, what their production and, and how they deal with talent or the talent contracts and what kind of money they do pay talent. So, um, but, you know, uh, that's easy for anybody to armchair quarterback. I mean, um, uh, at the end of the day, WWE is the hood ornament of the comp- of the business uh, in regards to wrestlers making a living, which I'm all for, uh, no matter where you're making that living. Um, now, Summer Rae, I, I couldn't, I cannot remember. I couldn't tell you the last time I remember seeing this girl really on TV in a real story or whatever. I don't remember. Uh, Dennis, do you remember? Because I don't. I, yeah. I and I think she's very talented. I mean, pretty girl, very talented, athletic. You know, I I don't I don't know what happened here, but last I remember, it was uh, the Rusev Lana angle when they were separated, and yeah. Lana 
uh, I forgot who Lana was with. Dolph Ziggler, maybe, and Rusev and Summer Rae had paired up. But then after that, that's right. Ah, man, that seems like forever. how long ago was? Yeah, that was a long time. I don't even know how long ago that was. So we haven't seen Summer Rae on WWE TV in quite some time, neither. But uh, the one that really was like a kick in the nuts to me, and I was like, "What the heck?" It, it's Emma. Um, wow, I, I'm still like trying to wrap myself around this. I mean, this 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 is a, 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 an athlete who and a performer who they've been pushing. Uh, they've been doing pretty good stuff. What I, I I just just seems like just yesterday I was saying the, the bold prediction she's going to beat Oscar, you know, <laughs> just to make Oscar human and to kill the undefeated streak. But I was obviously wrong on that. Um, I didn't think this would happen. I'm not going to be honest. The next night on Raw, we saw Oscar wrestle Emma, and Oscar won again. And and even there, I, I didn't think that. In my opinion, I didn't think that Emma was in career issue, uh, career trouble. I mean, I don't, I don't know what whatever's going on behind the scenes with her and them. Maybe maybe she wanted out. Maybe you know who knows. I don't know what happened. Maybe she was unhappy with the 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 push or quasi push. Who knows. Uh, we know we've seen this with Neville. We've seen now uh, again Neville. If you get a chance, Dennis, just check and see if Neville's still on the roster. Some people act like he's definitely gone from WWE. I know we've seen it with Austin Aries, where he he left and basically wasn't happy with the way things are going. I mean, so you know, there's a lot of lot of you know scuttlebutt about Nia Jax. You know, there's we're hearing this a lot with talent and um, that want out of WWE. So maybe that was the case with Emma, and maybe I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that as close to the truth will come out soon. Maybe tomorrow when Mike Johnson's on, he might have heard something with one, you know, some of the folks he speaks to. On, um, uh, on WWE.com, both Neville and then the the superstar next to him is Nia Jax. Both are still on the uh, the web page. All right. So if they're on that web page, if they're on that website on WWE's talent roster, they're not out of their contracts. That that I I promise. So whoever's out there thinking saying they're gone, they're just, that's wrong. I mean. Uh, also, I got to give some thoughts on that uh, in a little while too, if I remember. Uh, Nia Jax apparently there's some reports that the last week that the Rock, that's her cousin, was telling her to leave WWE if, if she's unhappy. I, I have some opinions on that, um, and I'll get into that in a little while if I remember. Uh, to give you a little preview of that, uh, I don't believe that happened. So just so you know, um, <laughs> I just don't pitch that happening. But but I'll get into that in a little while. <laughs> so uh, okay, so Emma, right? So obviously Emma is the the one who you would think is the hot topic because she's just f- super fresh off WWE TV, right on on the big show Raw, coming off to just wrestled last week and a good competitive match against Oscar came up short and lost the match, and next thing you know, boom, uh, a week later they release her or she's gone or whatever. It's, you know, I I understand budget cuts and money. That one right there is a little hard for me to accept. That it's about money. Now, I'm not saying WWE said it's about money. I, I'm, I'm not saying that, but I'm, I'm assuming because you would think that these three people that were in the contract of WWE were good employees and they were good, you know, independent contractors when they weren't causing problems and there was no issues. Because I don't think we've ever even heard any issues with neither Darren, Summer Rae, or, or Emma, like you know, stuff backstage or stuff with the office or whatever. You know, I don't remember any of that stuff, any dirt like that where they got in trouble or something like that. So you would think that um, a lot of that spotlight right now would be right on, uh, and I'll get to the phone calls, guys. I know a lot of people are calling, so I'll get there. Um, you know, the spotlight it ended up being on Emma, Summer Rae, and um, 
Darren Young for a second or two, especially Emma, and next thing you know, it just shifted yesterday. And what happened was when I say shifted, it shifted to a young man named Leo Rush, who happens to be like a very, very talented guy. Okay, a guy I've sang, sang his praises on here before. I mean, come up, uh, he's, I think he's from Maryland or the D.C. area. Um, never met him. Um, always been a fan of his work, though, the short time he's been in the business. I've seen Ring of Honor and stuff like that. I've, I've seen this guy go. And he's the NXT guy. He got signed by NXT, I believe, pretty recently. If Dennis gets the gets gets an idea for me, not an idea, to, can tell me when that happened. That'd be great. I think he, he Leah Rush might have something um, pinned with him and Triple H shaking hands on Leah Rush's Twitter account. July, so July 9th he signed. Okay, July 9th of this past uh, summer. Okay, so that's not a long time. You know, you're in a company a short time and. So the, the, the attention shifted to Leo Rush because he tweeted like a kind of a sarcastic attempting to be funny, I guess, <clears throat> tweet towards Emma. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it really uh, did not get over well. What fans or the wrestling community, uh, well, that is the fans and wrestlers in general, especially WWE wrestlers, and some folks like me that are older than dirt, right? Well, maybe I'm not older than dirt, but I think you get my drift. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it tweaked and, and irked, irked might be the right word, a lot of people when he did this. Um, I I don't I don't understand. I mean, I, I, I know he's a young guy. I, I That part I get. People make mistakes. I understand that. I believe in second chances. I believe in third chances. I do. Um, and I hope that happens for this young guy. I really, and I mean that, um, I, I think also, um, now there was, Dennis, can you see if he took that tweet down? Because there was, what was the initial tweet that he had that, that, that. So we, we have, uh, we have the tweet. It says, is it, uh, hold on, let me ask you a question. Is it still on his Twitter account? I don't think so. I'm double checking that now. Yeah, I don't think it is either. I'm one of the people that tweeted at him saying, uh, hey, oh. you know, maybe you should. Yeah, why don't you get explain explain your end of what, what you've researched. All right. So he he tweeted out um, a ter poorly timed joke. And it said, uh, I guess these are, the, these are the things that happen when you're truly when you're not truly ready for Oscar. And, and the release. blowback no. I've like. Grabbing tweets for the show and just following wrestling, I have never seen an outpouring so one-sided from wrestlers against anything. Like I have, I, I can't tell you one wrestler that tweeted in defense of him. Every like you, uh, I mean, you, anybody in the wrestling business was like, "Dude, this is not like mm -hmm. have some self-awareness." Yeah. Well, and yeah, and. I strongly doubt anyone's going to find any wrestler publicly saying what he said was funny, good, bad, or whatever. I heard from a lot of wrestlers privately via text that were furious that didn't even put nothing out on social media. And most of the guys don't even know this kid. Uh, they know of him and they like his work. Now, the, the, um, tweets, the tweet's not there anymore either. Okay. He took it down. Because he posted, for those that are not don't know the story, so then what happens is he, he gets this blowback, Leo Rush, and he put up an apology. Then he put up a second apology. Um, and 
and it, it does come off very disingenuous in his apology. He's trying to, you know, do the right thing here, saying that that to to Emma, you're an amazing performer. I respect, um, and you're respected by athletes and and uh, uh, all this stuff. And I'm sorry for my inappropriate tweet and all this jazz. I'm kind of paraphrasing what he said. And, you know, he said he he he's a family man. He understands. He he has a young a young child and another young one on the way. Um, so he's a family man, which I respect. And he's a young guy. Uh, well, you, you know, and again, people make mistakes. But even in his apology, like he made a big mistake. I don't know if people realize that. Like. He posted this apology, and at the bottom of the apology, I don't know if you could grab it exactly, Dennis, he, he kind of says, so on behalf of myself and and all of the WWE, like he speaks for the WWE, he's 22 years old, he's been in the company for a few months, are you kidding me, bro? Did you see this? Like he, he He's saying good luck, he's saying on behalf of me, unless I read this wrong. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it now, it says, uh, I apologize and I love you all regardless of the responses, on behalf of myself and the WWE, good luck. Jiminy Crickets. What are you doing, young man? Oh, my God. Holy God. Foot insert into the mouth. What are you doing? So this this is part of a problem, big problem, with social media. And not just professional wrestlers, but athletes, actors, everybody. It's out of control. Like with people giving their opinions on stuff like this or or joking around, and which is, I don't find any humor in this, I don't see any joke in this, that what he put out there about this girl being fired, and um, I, I assume, I don't know him, I assume he meant it as a joke, I don't know where you find the humor in that, uh, uh, you know, in his 22-year-old brain or 21-year-old brain, and so, whatever. I mean, look, like I said, people deserve... Uh, when people apologize, I believe you, you know, unless it's something really insanely bad, you got to accept people's apologies and give them a chance to, to, you know, redeem themselves or get better. You got to give people second and third chances. But God, this is tough. This is why I, I've said in the past, when people tweet, and this is not just for public figures, even just, just people that are the regular Joe and Janes that, have a nine to five job or, or a guy who's digging holes for a living or a girl who who's going to law school or whatever the case may be. If you have social media, you know, I always believe, and I learned this when I was in TNA, um, because they had different people from different social media experts talk to us, you know, compose the tweet, draft it, look at it. Sometimes when you type it or, or, and you let it sit for a little bit, then you're like, eh, maybe I shouldn't. But when you do it just like boom and you hit send, it's like, wow, you got to really, you know, this this is the negative of of making it, as they call it, making it to the level of WWE where you now have a brand awareness and people know who you are and your your social media accounts are building up and you get more people. You have a platform. You have a voice. That's called being a star. But that's also called a spotlight on you. And sometimes it's people make mistakes, especially when you're young and they do something like this, which. Um, in my day and age as a wrestler, we didn't have social media. And thank God, because I was saying to my wife, you know, could you imagine what a lot of the guys I came up with, like, you know, we were kind of a, a crazy bunch and, and did, you know, crazy stuff and like in the locker rooms and, and stuff on the road. And, and like there was fights, there was this, there was that, there was like, you know, 
there was a lot of party and there was a lot of people doing a lot of crazy things. Could you imagine social media? No, I couldn't imagine like with some of the guys, like with the ECW crew, man, it was, uh, it was, a uh, it was Oakland Raider esque uh, 1980, you know, like, it, uh, you know, guys had a good time, you know? So, <laughs> but, but I digress. But the thing is, um, to me, uh, I think what this, what this kid did here was, was bad. And I am sure that he already had a spoken to, I'm sure someone called him. I would assume triple H got on the phone with him or maybe a guy named Mark Carano who works under triple H who is in charge of town relations and probably had a long talk with Leo Rush. Um, I hope they don't hold it against him. I hope that he's not in a hole because of this for him personally. I, 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 I assume it's just, you know, it was a very bad mistake and stuff like that. And hopefully WWE, uh, corporate and front office can find it in their heart to not hold it against the kid. But I can tell you this much. It's not a good way to start out. If you had a guy here that was a 15 year veteran that let's say hypothetically it was AJ Styles, just for hypotheticals or, or, or Kevin Owens or one or Bobby Roode guys that were true made professionals that, that came up paid dues for a lot of years. And now they're in NXT or, or, or raw SmackDown. Um, I think right there, then you have a little bit longer leash from the front office where it's like, yo, AJ, what are you doing, dude? What the hell? Yeah, I know I messed up. Because you have a pattern of the proper behavior as a professional where this kid doesn't have a pattern. He, he's too green. He's too new. Uh, and then in the God, whoever helped him compose that apology, like just encompassing WWE and speaking for WWE, like, what are you doing? I don't understand. That's a mistake. Ah, dog it. All right, look, I'm late to break. I got to go to break. Other side of break, uh, we're going to take calls. A lot of f- people calling the show here. Uh, probably talk about this a little bit more. Going to get some NFL talk, the World Series, uh, do a little raw preview. Man, there's a lot of stuff to cover. It's a very busy Taz show, Monday edition. Sit tight. Be right back. All right, we'll get rolling. So in a second, uh, a couple of wrestlers that might have given him a little support. Kind of. I want to read a tweet from uh, my man, old friend, William Regal. We'll get into that in a second. But first, I want to tell you about something where I'm going to get you 15% off of a awesome quality piece of timekeep, as they would call it. A watch. And it's not just your basic watch. We're talking movement watch, okay? And Lordy B, these watches are outstanding. And uh, I'm a big fan, okay? It, it basically, the, the, story, the story is really cool that, that, that happened. Two dudes drop out of college, okay, a few years uh, a few years ago, and then they have this desire, they have a vision of making a great quality watch that are affordable, okay? And it's called movement watches. Uh, some know it as MVMT. Well, movement watches, they start just at around $95. Um, and, and the cool thing is, if you get one of these watches or an attempt to get a watch of this quality at a department store, it is uh, going to be well above four or five hundred dollars for sure. So, Movement figured by selling online, they're able to cut out the middleman and, and the retail markup, providing us, um, you know, the best quality uh, in a watch and the best price without getting you know ripped off. 
classic design, quality construction. Uh, it, it already over one million watches sold all over, uh, all over 160 countries and counting. So you can get 15% off, okay, because you're a listener of the Tasha, okay, with free shipping and free returns, which is I just would have to say phenomenal. So it's a great deal. And movement watches, it's, uh, it, it, uh, Dennis, now, I know you're not a, a big watch guy, but I remember you tell me you're thinking about jumping onto the movement watch thing. Oh, th- when you showed me how nice, they're, they're so nice looking. They're like clean, smooth, elegant, uh, I don't know other yeah. fancy words to describe, but it, it's a nice looking watch. Well, you know, the cool thing is, like, for me, uh, you know, I'm not a little guy, you're not a little guy, but, but, you know, when... A, a bigger watch like the, they have a bunch to pick a bunch of different style watches you know to pick and i like a heavier like a kind of a chunkier type watch uh for me personally i, I you know it's like and that's what that's what movement uh gives you what their watches so go to um go to mvmt.com slash taz that's mvmt.com slash taz okay and get yourself 15 percent off with free shipping and free returns again mvmt.com slash taz join the movement and um and check it out if you look in here let's get on the video here so i can show people uh here, look at this here look at here look at here that's my uh movement watch i can't remember the the style name of it uh that uh that that i got but um i love it i'll try to remember the name it's like a gunmetal color it's pretty badass though so jump on the movement thing <coughs> i'll get on the phones <coughs> excuse me <coughs> excuse me pardon I'll jump on the phones here in a second, but I, I want to read a tweet real quick here by William Regal, uh, my old friend, guy I respect, the, uh, respect very much, I know uh, a long time, and um, William Regal, as you guys know, works for WWE, he's, he's, he's uh, in a great position there with NXT, uh, he's on camera as like a GM, quasi, I guess you'd call it. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's a pros pro, paid his dues from that same generation I'm from. So he tweeted, and this is in regards to the Leo Rush stuff. We all make mistakes. All the people we've had heat or problems, I have, I can't, this is blur. Read this for me, dude, because I'm getting like a blur on my Twitter thing here for some reason. Sorry about that. So he says, and also uses a wrestling word. I'm going to read it as is, just giving you a heads up. No problem. Um, We all make mistakes. All the people who've had, quote, heat or problems, have I ever joined in with the pack on you? Perhaps a chat and a bit of guidance would be better. Being a pro comes in many ways in and out of the ring. And he's 100% right about that. And the Kingsman, I know he tagged me on this. He tweeted this at me here. Thank you, Kingsman. Um, uh, you know, I had a, you know what it is? I had my brightness on my laptop up too high and everything looked blurry. I don't have my cheaters on, so I couldn't see. It's called getting old. Um, <laughs> no, here's the thing. And William Regal's right what he's saying there, okay? As far as, you know, a, a bit of a, a bit of guidance in a chat. Uh, like I said, that's what I said earlier. I mean, I guarantee you someone contacted this young man yesterday and said, dude, look, you can't do this. You've got to be smart in this. And this are the, these are the reasons why. It's insensitive. It's wrong. You know, this girl is no longer with the company. She's, you know, been with us a long time, yada, yada. Here's my problem, though. Not with William Regal, but with that whole theme that w- w- what Regal's saying. Uh, here's the thing. I, I, I'm willing to bet the farm. And if I had three farms, I'd bet all three. And if I had five farms, I'd bet all five. I'm willing to bet the any amount of farms, cars, and homes, except my life, 
that when you get hired by the WWE in this day and age as a younger male or female, if you're an on-camera performer, be it a backstage interviewer, a wrestler, a play-by-play, a color commentator, whatever your role is, I am willing to bet all those farms and all those homes that you're getting sat down and you're getting told the do's and don'ts of social media when you are under contract to the WWE. I, I, am, I am guaranteeing you that has to happen. Guaranteed. Okay? <laughs> so right there, I would assume Leo Rush is getting the talk. You know, that, that's, that's my thing. Like, this is, you know, uh, Mick Foley, another dear friend of mine, another guy I respect immensely. He's you know, been on my show a couple times. I love Mick. We go way back, right? And Mick kind of said, hey, let's, you know, everybody go, I, I'm paraphrasing, go easy on the kid. You know, he made a mistake, whatever. I, I get it. And that's Mick's nature. He's a good-natured guy. And, and that's, that doesn't surprise me that Mick said that. Um, I'm not saying get the wolves out and, and you know, and, and, and you know, throw rocks at this kid. And I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm not even saying that you should release him. I, I don't think you should release him. I think he's, he's first of all, he's an excellent talent. Second of all, he's young and he's immature. Third of all, just, just to Regal's point, have a conversation with him. But I think this would be the second conversation. That's my point. Because in this day and age, if you are on TV, forget WWE, not just WWE, Ring of Honor, I would assume they're talking to their talents, and, and, and TNA. I mean, you, you can't just go and do something like that. Now, did he do something that was, like, so heinous and so horrible? No, he didn't. It was an insensitive thing he did. I mean, it's like, you know, it was wrong that he did this. Uh, it's just like, you know, you remember a few weeks back, um, Sexy Star, the young lady who was accused by another wrestler of – you know, shooting on her in the ring and, and, and trying to hurt her. And then everybody, including myself, said something about this. I watched it a bunch of times, and I kind of gave – you remember what I said, right, Dennis, my overview of that? Yeah, you basically – you wanted to tell her, like, you, A, you can't do that because you're, you're trusting each other. It's a when, – when you're entering the ring with somebody, you're giving up your body – the way you word it was, you're giving right. up your body. And you That's can't right. – you're risking – it's it's just dangerous. Period. You can't. But I think that I did not attack sexy star. Right? No, 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 I you, think no I, you were very you were very unbiased. Well, because it's like we don't know what really happened backstage. We don't know if this was a work. No one knows the real truth. So if you're gonna sh- work shoot, you don't tell no one. And so we don't know what really happened. So this is different with Leo Rush. This is something that he put out on his social media. So, again, it's different. It's not putting anyone in physical danger. And, again, I don't don't want people to confuse what I'm saying here. You know, Um, whatever. Hopefully things work out for the guy and and he gets smart and stuff like that. He's he's an ultra-talented guy, I can tell you that much. Let's go to the Steel City. Let's talk to uh, Colin, uh, our old friend. Colin, how you been, guy? Hey, good moment. Long time no talk, guys. Colin, I remember the last time we talked. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Yo, okay. know what happened, bro? We were on the, um, my man, we were doing a special on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, I was there for one of the big pay-per-views. I don't remember which one. And you called. Uh, and, like, you, 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 what's that? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just agreeing with you. 
Yeah. You've always been a great caller. You you called the show a whole bunch. And, you know, people come and go on the show. They get busy. They can't call. Maybe some people are like, ah, Taz sucks. I don't listen to them all. Maybe some people are like, I love Taz, but I don't want to be on the radio. I don't want to be calling. And that's everybody's problem. But I remember when you called, for some reason, it stuck out to me because you can't, you got mad at me. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. we go. It's no big deal. And that's not the <laughs> reason I wasn't calling either, just to let you guys know. You're, uh, no, okay, okay. Well, hold on. Well, let me let me finish. Let me finish. I, just because I care and I remember all. I, I shouldn't. Let me not exaggerate, Colin. I don't remember all callers. That's for sure. But something stick out to me, and I I remember that you were upset with me because you felt like I was agreeing or or, or uh, advocating for WWE with something creative that they did that kind of sucked, I guess, or you thought sucked. And you're like, why do you? And I'm paraphrasing, Colin. You were like, why do you? Um, you know, why do you always agree with them? Didn't you say something like that to me? Uh, it it was sort of to that notion, yeah. It wasn't that you always agree. It was, uh, you know, you 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 stay to be a more impartial kind of guy. So I just sort of everybody goes along with uh, the flagship, you know. And uh, you do spit the truth more than a lot of other people. So I got to commend you on that. But yeah, we had our little disagreement on stuff. That's fine. Really, That's cool. It's cool. But I don't think I don't think I'm impar. I think I, I think I'm. You don't think I'm opinionated? Uh, I mean, you are opinionated when it comes to a lot of stuff. WWE, sometimes it seems like you lay back on bigger subjects, but... Really? This is why... I, hold on, wait. This is why I'm glad you called, and I know this is not why you called, but I, I got. I have to ask you, Dennis, do you agree with Colin on this? No, I think you... Uh, now, Colin, again, this isn't a shot at you. I think you do a very good job <laughs> being critical. Agree What's up? I said you're on the payroll, though. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that's also true. That's not. But hold. I would tell the truth. That, no, hold on, he would tell the truth. That he actually oh, gets no, paid I'm just to. Joking. All right, yeah, no, because no, because we've had what old producers people uh, accused. Ah, oh, yeah, you're, you're gonna you're gonna be a sicko fan. You're gonna agree, and that's not true. These guys actually get paid not to just disagree with me for the sake of disagreeing, but if they have a different opinion than me. No, that's not. But I know you were joking, Colin. But yeah, Dennis, uh, continue with your, what you were saying to Colin. I think, uh, and it's funny because we, you always talk about dancing on the table and all that, and it's like, I think you more than any other wrestling platform, I don't want to pigeonhole you, but yeah. rest, quote unquote wrestling platform, you do a good job being, you praise WWE when they deserve praise, and you're also critical, like the the whole uh, simple, like the TLC, you're like, oh, I think this is simple booking, here's why they should do with Asuka, here's why. And you give good insight. As, um, Oscar was the freshest thing in my mind. But you do a good job right, of, right. of being critical when need be. I don't do a good job. I do the best job. Um, so you're fired. Uh, okay, Colin. So listen. So what I'm saying is, dude, like I feel I am opinionated. I have to be honest with you. I, I, I'm fair, though. I, I don't just attack, you know, because for the sake of attacking, a lot of podcast guys or guys that haven't really been in the pit, they'll do that. Because they don't really know. Like I always say, Colin, the main goal is for the company to put out the best thing. They try to put out the best thing. They don't try. So I put a qualifier on it because I feel like, you know, I got to give them the benefit of the doubt sometimes. But that doesn't mean I'm not opinionated. I know you didn't say, Tash, you're not opinionated. I'm, I'm not putting words yeah, in your mouth. I think that we had differing opinions in being an opinionated person myself. It's just a, it's a place where two people butt heads a little bit. It's not a big deal. And I right. do remember what it was about, and I was more in the wrong anyway because, like you said, I'm not in the ring. And I made a comment that uh, AJ Styles and Kevin Owens didn't seem to put all of their effort into uh, 
the show, mm-hmm. and I know you're really against that kind of stuff because you know when those guys get in the ring, they lay it on the line no matter if there's two people watching or 100,000 people watching. Yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, I've, uh, I take the fault on that. I did remember why that was. And, uh, All right, man. You know, you know I, I still watch. The only reason I, I uh, don't call in as much is because I work the weekends late-night shifts. I used to ah. call as soon as I got off work. Now gotcha. I, I drive home, and that's when you're starting. That's usually when I'm going to bed. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're not you're not disappearing, and I'm glad you weren't mad at me because I don't yeah. want that. You're a, you're a really good caller, and you, you've always called and, and had some good ins, uh, good opinions and, and viewpoints from a fan perspective. So to, what else is up? What do you want to talk about? Well, you really you hit on the whole Emma subject, and you, you talked about that basically all of Seg 1. So I won't go into that anymore, but I was more uh, – I wanted to know – if you don't have any foot in the door to get into the business, not as a, a performer in the ring, but say yeah. as a, um, a a commentator or a backstage interviewer or something like that, what would right. be your best avenues to shoot down that road that uh, you would suggest? Being I would say, I, I'll tell you, Kyle, it's a good question. I've had people in the past call. It's hard. That's the first thing. It's very hard to do, bro. That It's hard to get in. Um, but what you need to do, is find some smaller promotions. Basically, start start at the bottom, work your way up, utilize your social media, but be patient. That's the key. But there's really no quick fix. You're not just going to get in, especially in a non-wrestling role. If you're not coming out of college as a Division One, you know, wrestler or a football player, that that or a college athlete that was tremendous, and one of their scouts sees you somewhere, like, oh, we could train this guy to be a wrestler. That, that's a little bit of an easier route. But for a, for a, a broadcaster or a backstage interviewer, um, you really got to – you're going to have to probably pay some dues and find like an independent company, a smaller company, you know, and then build yourself a highlight reel. Take take a few years. It takes that long to build yourself a highlight reel and then you send it into them and use your social media. That would be my best advice just in short form. You know what I mean? Well, thank you, Taz. I do appreciate that. And um... – there is a small company. Uh, I know you don't do the promotion stuff over uh, the right. phone. I can't. A I'm not allowed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's, it's okay. There is a company that I, I go to when I can that is a great company. They work with talents like Sanjay Dutt, The Amazing Red. Nice. Uh, Good. Tracy Smothers. Uh, you know. Uh, Good. Well, you should work. Are, Colin, do like stuff that. with yeah, well, if, if you can't do some stuff with them, build yourself a highlight reel. And thank you for calling, dude. I appreciate it. But thank that's the best way to – what's up, Colin? You there? Hello? Oh, Colin. he's gone. What up? He's gone. Call screener Pat. All right. Well, he don't play around, Pat. He's he's uh, he's like, I, 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 Call, I prefer Mr. McGroin. Pat. I love when he sat down. Joined us on the show. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Oh, Pat. Anyway, uh, Pat is, uh, yeah, he's maybe, I'm starting to think to myself, maybe Pat, this is what I'm thinking, is trying to become a regular member of the Taz Show family uh, or the Taz Show team. Pat, that, welcome to the Taz Show. Hi, thank you. Maybe he's trying to. Yeah, that could be it. He's trying to just get in full throttle. Well, now let me ask you. We already have a bald guy on the squad. Mm. There's no room for two, right? Well, I'm bald too. No, no. Uh, you, 
There's you got stuff upstairs. Well, I need a haircut right now, but <laughs> I, yeah, there, there's room. There's room for two. Oh, I, mean, Pat, I was hoping I, I no, think, and then we could have open tryouts. No, uh, I think maybe we'll put a poll up one day this week about Pat. Should Pat McGroin be part of the regular Taz Show family? With the merger going on, he might be part of the collateral damage too. You never know. Just like you, Dennis, because you're probably going to be part of that collateral damage also. I noticed you were singing Ant's praises. I know what's going well, on. He obviously moved up the depth chart this week because what people don't know, and you know where I'm going with this before before I go to break, and then I'll start a break. I'll uh, get into more in depth of the show here, talk some football and some baseball and uh, stuff like that. But uh, Ant, you moved up on the depth chart, sir. Congratulations. Uh, this week you are sitting number one on the depth chart, my friend. You got it, buddy. Congrats, congrats. Ant, you are the man, my friend. So Thank you. I, I try to be better every day. And, uh, well, all you had to really do was keep your phone on. I'm just and, a loser. You know, uh, unlike the other guy who just disappears. So uh, when you don't appear, that's a good way. You're out of sight, out of mind, and that's a good way to drop in the depth chart and to get fired. I so, agree. I agree there. I, uh, I slid down. That's on my own accord. Slid down. You, you should be gone, to be honest with you. But uh, that, that, there's time for that, you know. <laughs> But Dennis, uh, I'm not you. Anthony, uh, sir, congratulations. You're number one on the depth chart. You're the best. I just want to thank everybody out there. I, I try very hard. And uh, I'm going to try and hold this spot at the top of the depth charts. Well, I would love to see some nipples. I'm wishing you luck, pal. Okay? And that's the deal. I'm going to break. I'll just have a break. We're getting some uh, NFL chat. I'll take some phone calls. A little while. We'll be on Facebook Live. Talk about that crazy, wacky World Series game yesterday with the Astros and the Dodgers, which was epic. I say epic. By the way, the Bills won. Tash Show, sit tight. I thought any football game is a good game in my book. Watched a great college game on Saturday. Nitty Lions and the Buckeyes. So Ohio, I was wrong. I predicted Penn State would win. They lost, but what a game! Penn State was controlling the game the whole while in Columbus. Ohio State played hard, but somehow, some way, they managed to win the game. I enjoyed the game very much. It was on 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Epic mistake. That game should have been on primetime evening, Jones. Excellent, excellent game. Seriously. Uh, another excellent game. Well, actually, the game that everyone's going to be talking about probably for a long time is this Astros versus the Dodgers game five, where the... Astros were victorious last night, 13 to 12 in Houston over the Dodgers. <sighs> man, oh man, oh man. What a freaking game. What a game. Unbelievable. If you were not a baseball fan and you watched this, you, you became a fan. Yeah, that might be a bold statement. 
you became a fan of the game in that game you were watching. A horrible statement. But it was a very good game. Let's not get off the topic. So it was a very, very amazing game. Back and forth, nonstop. I missed the first few innings because I was watching the Steelers. And then I jumped over, and they got me hooked in a baseball game, which I got to be honest, it's hard to hook me from football, uh, even off the World Series, to watch baseball, only because I'm a, I'm, I'm a big football fan. I'm a big baseball fan, too, but – I, I was enjoying this 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 game uh, this uh, this uh, NBC game they have with the Steelers. I was enjoying the game, and then I flip over to the Astros and the Dodgers. I'm like, "Whoa, Nelly! What do we got here? What do we got here?" Yep, I don't remember what inning I jumped over on there. Because yeah, I, I was immersed in this game, and it was back and forth, nonstop. Altuve, Jose Altuve, listen, this guy is the MVP. This guy is Clutch Jones. I'm sorry. Dennis, is this guy not the man? As a Yankee fan, obviously, I want Aaron Judge to win the MVP, but Jose Altuve is going to be the 2017 AL MVP, without a doubt. Unbelievable. This guy, he's probably four foot two, right? Now, I know I've been hit. During my career, I've been hit with a plethora of short jokes. And uh, because I'm under six foot, I'm just a hair, sh- I'm almost six, I'm 5'11 and three quarters, right? Kind of. Uh, so anyway, um, I, you know, I, I have, uh, I've had my share uh, when I was on top, as they say in the business, uh, of, of vertically challenged jokes shot at me. Because people get jealous of you and then they take shots at you on something that you can't control, like your height. Because everybody knows tall people are better than short people. That just goes in life. Well, at least in WWE it is. So um, (laughs) the thing is, this guy, Altuve, I could imagine how many height jokes he gets hit with from Yankee fans. Actually, like you, Dennis. I could imagine you, what you tweeted this guy. Hey, you short. Yeah. I can imagine what you're saying to him. No, okay. I, I leave I, the short jokes are uh, part of the pun, but that's low hanging fruit. Mm, hack. That's my expression. <laughs> low hanging fruit. You've never heard that expression until you worked on the show. Well, I, I called it low hanging meat, but now because of you, you're trying to change my diet. So, Well, no, no. That should be yours, though. Low hanging meat. That should be yours. You're only going to be on the show for a couple more weeks, and then you should run with that, you know? So, <laughs> low hanging meat. Lord knows you can't tweet it. Because you're never on your phone. No one can find you. I got a desktop right now. Where's Seth when I need him? Not to produce a show, just to talk to him. <laughs> That's, that might be the first time you've ever said that. I, he would rip you. Mm-mm-mm. About uh, George Springer. Let's discuss this guy here. Talk about redeeming yourself. He, he goes to make a play out in the center field. This guy's a great player. He goes to make a diving play, lays it all on a line to, to prevent. I think there was a runner on second. There was the runner on second. Yes, I think so. No, first. He was on first. He, he, he goes to lay out to make a diving catch on a short line drive up the middle of the field here. And instead of taking on a hop and keeping the guy there, he, he goes – and tries to make the big spectacular play, and he fails. The ball rolls all the way to the fence, or the, the wall, and uh, the Dodgers score. I think that was a tying run or a lead run. Was that the tying run? Uh, I think it I'm not 100%. Anthony, Ant, you saw the game. Ant, was that the leading run? Did you see this? 
I I'm tr- I I saw the highlights. I didn't see it live. I think it was the tying run that he gave up. It, but the bottom line is he redeemed himself, Springer, and he gets up the next inning and he just hits a dinger. And I taught you people what that means. That means home run. That's inside terms. So yeah, it's big time shot. Uh, what a game. Now I I fell asleep. I didn't see the actual last inning. When I fell asleep, it was thirteen to nine, I believe, Houston. And that, and I, now, but the final score was thirteen to twelve. I have no idea what happened. Uh, I didn't check out the highlights of this. Uh, it sounds like anybody, uh, other folks on my team, did not see the game either. It's only the World Series. Anyone? Anyone? No, I wa- I watched it. I just wasn't. There were twenty five runs scored. That was the uh, the Springer miss was a go ahead run for the Dodgers. Okay. And uh, then he tied the game up with the home run. Right. Correct. Right. No, but, but I don't. Do you know? Do you know how they they went? It had to be the top of the ninth. The Dodgers had to score a couple more runs. Three three runs in the top of the ninth. Um, I think Puig hit a home run, a two run homer, and that I think his name's Chris Taylor, the center fielder. Yeah, yeah. hit a, hit a single, good. and that tied it. Well, Puig, by the way, guarantees a win for Game Six in L.A. Uh, over the Astros. And I got to be honest, I think he's right. Probably a smart move on his part. I think he's right. I think he's right. Let's go to uh, Chicago. Another sad baseball fan, if he's a Cubs fan. Uh, Angelo, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, Hammer? Yo, Taz, good moment. How are you guys? Oh, buddy. Are you a Cubs or a White Sox fan? I am a uh, – <laughs> it's actually funny, man. My first, like, baby pictures, I'm in Cubs gear. So, I have absolutely no choice. Cubs. Uh-huh. Okay. So, you're sad about you're sad about this whole thing. You're like Dennis. Uh, you and Dennis have something to come. I'm not a hater, man. I, I I love good entertainment, especially in my sports. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I uh, don't ever really watch any Astro games. And uh, train conductor Jones last night was busy, had me cracking up. <laughs> the guy that he's over, the guy, the guy in the center field, right? What's his yeah, name? There, Gimmick Schnabitz. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Was dying, yeah, had me. I want to get that guy in the show. That'd be great. Yeah, now that would be a real get right there, right? Which is what they call it a get. <laughs> they call it a get in the business. That's what they call it. I don't say the words that a lot of these people in the podcast and radio world say. They say that. Oh, wow, that's a great get, Bob. I don't do that. But I hear you, Angelo. I hear you. What's going on, brother? Definitely. Well, I, man, it's my first time uh, calling in. Long time listener. I've been, man, I've been listening since the podcast days, like very first episode. So thank you, man. Thank to, you. I'm a little sick, Jones, so I just wanted to give a call in today. I was up. Um, uh, man, I also got to say, man, my kid, he's seven. Uh, I would just be ashamed if I didn't mention him. He freaking loves the show also, man. Like, oh, he, uh, <laughs> I mean, he, we, we get together and just almost like sometimes the first thing he says is, you know, can we listen to the Taz show? Like, it's it's hilarious. It's almost like Ah, <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Bro, what about the cursing, though, bro? Sometimes I curse, and I feel bad when a kid, people like you okay. got the kids listening. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, and I know, you know, maybe not everybody will approve this. I'll keep it a hundred though. Uh, it's nothing he doesn't hear from his grandma. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Good family bonding. Man. Um, <laughs> well, Angela, I appreciate you calling being the first time caller. That's awesome, brother. And, uh, and keep it real. What's your son's name? Uh, Antonio. Hey, all right. Tell Antonio I said, what's up? Tell him I said hello. And, and I appreciate you guys checking out the show, man. Really do. Definitely. Thank you so much for taking the call. You got it, brother. Take care, Angelo. See you later. Angelo in Chicago right there. Cubs fan by birth. Uh, yeah, so I'm getting clarification here doing my research. It was 12-12. Astros won the game in 12 innings. That's what happened here, okay? That's what happened. 
No, 10 innings. 10 innings. 10 innings. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Well, whoever's clarifying for you did a bad job. I don't say that. It wasn't him. You think Seth? That guy's sleeping. He's a bum. You know that. that the only thing, the only complaint I had was what time? What time did the game end? Probably one thirty. Yeah, I'm already counting orange sheep, dude. I'm, I'm done <laughs> at that sheep. point. I'm out. You know, old man. Oranges. I mean, I'm out. So I, I just. Yeah, but anyway, it was uh, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be epic. Uh, when is game uh, six tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow, today, uh, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. Today's a travel day, and then tomorrow in LA at eight o'clock. So all the jobbers can watch Raw, but then you want to watch SmackDown too. So that's gonna be hard. So that's gonna be hard for people. Let's go to uh, uh down there to Texas, in Odessa, Texas. JD, you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, house? What's up, boss man? How you doing? How are you, buddy? Okay, listen, um, <clears throat> I got a, uh, three spoilers that I was going to, uh, quasi-spoilers that I was going to bring up on Friday. Um, I'm just going to set the table by saying I do, in fact, I'm not going to shy away from it. I'm not going to try to hide it. I do, in fact, read the dirt sheets. Sometimes they're on point. Sometimes they're way off. But I feel like Okay, hold on. JD, on I need to, JD, I need to stop you for a second, my, my good friend in Texas. Here's okay. the thing. Now, before I appreciate you saying there's going to be spoilers. That's okay. You eat the dirt cheese. We won't hold that against you. My producer does that. But the thing <laughs> is, um, the thing is, I I'm concerned about these spoilers. I, I so, you know, that's a little bit risque. I, again, I love you for letting me know ahead of time. You know. Um, yeah. Are we talking about WWE spoilers? Yes, of course. Well, not something else too. Um, I don't know if we should let you do that. What, what do you want to do? You want to just say what you want to say? Is that what you're looking to do here? Well, I mean, if you're, yeah, uh, it, it's nothing that's going to happen, you know, uh, overnight. But it's some, it's two of the things or something that you've been asking questions about over the past couple of months. That's why I say they're quasi spoilers. Okay, go shoot. What is it? Okay, um, Balor and the Universal Title. There's been a lot of chatter about him and Brock going at the Rumble. That's what they're talking about right now. Um, I see a lot of chatter about that. And like I said, this is from the dirt seats. But, I mean, like I said, sometimes they could be on point with it. So I'm going to put my prediction on that. That's what they're going to go with at the Rumble. Uh, it could be. Um... All right, what else you got? <laughs> and then um, you were talking about Brock uh, calling Roman out at the WrestleMania of last year, talking about how – um, they started it and then they stopped it. Apparently, it was supposed to be like an entire year thing. They're going to be headlined this year's WrestleMania in New Orleans. Who's that? Brock and Roman. Brock and Roman. Yes. Yeah, that 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 I I could see. I could see that. JD, thanks for calling, buddy. Appreciate your honesty and uh, you being a wrestling fan. Uh, thank you, JD. Thank you, JD. Why am I doing the DDP? I have no idea. Well, I just did that. But your arms uh, thank are so you. long. What's that? My arms. Are, yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, it was like your face was. Oh, my arms. Are, one shot on Taz, please. Here we go. Uh, one shot. Look at how long. My arms, are, people are, look how, my arms are gigantically long. It looks like you're in a, like a fun house and you, you're like standing next to the mirror and your arms are. Ooh. Things that will be missed when there's no more video. <laughs> this is why this is it. See, so people don't realize for a guy who is under six feet, my arms actually like a gorilla. They drag the floor. My knuckles. I'm a knuckle dragger. See, those listening to the podcast, like, what is going on? 
Uh, basically, I was just putting my arms towards the pad. Whatever. Let's let's take all that out of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, someone uh, very close to me just said that last caller, uh, he makes a good point about him too, because I was going to say this, those are not spoilers, those are predictions, and he, he makes a good point on that. So, uh, this person, it's a different person that gave me the information on the innings of game five. I saw so, 12. <laughs> it wasn't him, wasn't him. You keep thinking Seth is involved, and he's not. Leave Seth alone. Leave him alone. Because Seth is sad. You know why he's sad? I'll tell you why Seth is sad. Because my Bills beat up his Raiders. Yes, that's why he's sad. And speaking of Seth, he decided to text me during the game. Once the Bills had control, and I don't know, it might have been the second or third, or probably third quarter, whatever it was. And he texts, yeah, you guys won. Congratulations. I'm like, no, no, no. Nice try, son. Okay, don't, don't give me the jinx. Don't the, the game's not over. Stop it. Don't, that don't. Is, he loves that move. He does it all the time. That's his go-to. He does it all the time. No sell Jones and and oh yeah, you guys won. Yeah, stop your bullshit. I hate when he does that. It's so transparent. It really is. He does it all the time, too. It's weak. Very weak. So uh the Bills, Raiders. Whew, man, we look pretty good. Pretty good. The Raiders are very you know, it's David Carr, you know, sometimes he's hot, sometimes he's not, and, and he was off yesterday for sure. Bills won the game 34 to 14 uh in in uh, Buffalo. Very impressive victory. I, the Raiders are a, a dangerous team, even though Marshall Lynch wasn't playing. You know, it doesn't matter. They they're a dangerous team. Um, I'm just just so happy we got the victory. I was I was concerned about this one. I really was. I'm concerned about every game. I mean, it's just it's the Bills. Things can go wrong. I mean, things can go wrong. I mean, it's it's not a foregone conclusion that we just win. Uh, our running back Shady McCoy, otherwise known as Lashawn, uh, he had 151 yards rushing, one touchdown, carried the ball 27 times. Tyrod Taylor, the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, was 20 of 27 of uh, 20 of 27. Proof 165 yards and one touchdown, uh, a rushing touchdown. Uh, you know, it was uh, impressive. It was impressive, to say the least. You know, the problem is now we got a short turnaround. Because we got to play the Jets, AFC East rivalry Jones, the Taz Bowl happens this Thursday. Taz Bowl. And because I'm a former Jet fan. And the Jets were not victorious yesterday, but they almost were in a very rainy disgustingly but beautiful looking. I love when it rains when you watch football. I'm just a big mark. I love it. But, but the field turf wounds it. Even the dirt and the grime and the muck and the mire. Love that shit. The Falcons were victorious 25 over 20 over the Jets. Falcons, I told you, they would do to win a game here. And this is all set up for the Patriots. This whole thing. The two games I just laid out, the Bills, Raiders, Jets, Falcons, all for the Pats. What do you mean, Taz? You always hate on the Pats. Yeah, I always hate on the Pats because they spit the truth about it. The NFL and everybody, including NBC, are in cahoots trying to get the Patriots back to the Super Bowl. They love the Patriots. So the Patriots get to play a ailing, horrible Charger team and beat them 21 to 13. While the Jets got to play a Falcon NFC powerhouse from the Super Bowl that would do to win anyway. And they won. And Matt Ryan, quarterback of the Falcons, two for 254 yards. Two, yard, uh, two touchdowns, I should say. Uh, you know, McCowan threw for 257 yards and also had two touchdowns. Man, this all for the Pats. Let's set it up 
Let's give a tough game to each team, the Jets and the Bills, and then give them a freaking Thursday night game. Quick turnaround. Jones, Dennis, do you not see this? Uh, I mean, I see it. I think you're I think you're delving a little too deep here. You got your conspiracy hat on. Your Bills won. You guys are you guys are half a game out of first place in the AFC East. Dennis, your team sucks and you're angry about it. Your team sucks. How about that? Okay? No, they because, do. They do. No, because the reason why I'm saying that, it's nothing against any other Giant fan except you. Okay? Because you went out and attacked another NFL team and a fan base called the New York Jets, which was my former team, Jersey Jets. And you said they were a JV team. And that's the karma you live because you're a goof. Well, that's now, it. Now there's two JV teams. Who? The Jets and the Giants. The Jets are not a JV team, dude. Jets they they JV took team. the... Dude, did you see the game? They played very well yesterday. Oh, you can't. The, the rain. You can, throw the games oh, out the window when it's pouring dude, like dude, that. Know what you do. Know what you do. Go into that room that where we have all the supplies. Uh-huh. You know, for like they have staplers and they have uh, removal stapable claws. That thing. That claw thing. You know what I mean? They have, I, I they don't have know office, what that thing is. Yeah, office supplies. Go Take that claw thing that you take staples out with and put it on your tongue and just squeeze as hard as you can. Yeah, that's disgusting. One shot on Taz, please. Rapid him. Rapid him. Thank you. We don't need that guy. That's why the video can go away, because we don't need to see Dennis sticking his tongue out. That was disgusting. Um, but I digress. So, yeah, Dennis, you're a negative Nelly, and you suck. And you... you I was just praising track. you guys for... The Bills, are, the Bills are having a great year. This is not a conspiracy theory. This was a turnaround to screw... <laughs> The Jets and the Patriots, uh, the Jets and the Bills, for the quick turnaround on Thursday. I'm telling you, and uh, when the Chargers are, are a, a, a horrible team and and the uh, the Patriots just beat them up, now the Patriots get sit back and and eat their, their, their Kelly's roast beef up there in New England and, and and drink beer. Ah, look at the Jets and the Bills. They both suck, Bill. Yeah, that's right, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, I know Zach's going to happen. So the Patriots, uh, they defeated the Chargers 21-13. Brady went 33-47. of Not too good, in my opinion. Two for 333 yards, one touchdown. 33-47. Uh, Thomas! Uh-huh. Gronk had five receptions, 57 yards. That's not a big deal with a score. Who cares? Uh, the Browns, they're still winless. Uh, they fall to the Vikings in London. Stop. Just stop. It's American football. Playing America. Enough. Oh, by the way. By the way. Speaking of not American football... Speaking of non-American football and the Patriots, do you realize, how about this conspiracy? They need a two-shot, please. I need to see Dennis. Do you not realize where I'm going with this? You don't. I don't. The Patriots Patriots are playing the Raiders in Mexico, and it's a home game for the Raiders. What the fuck is that? That's a little fishy. Thank you. I think that's this week. I think it's this Sunday. I think. Nothing against Mexico. Nothing at all. I, I love Mexico. But, come on. No, <laughs> November 19th. That was close. A few weeks off. But really, that's it's all for the Pats, people. Do you not realize it's all for the Pats? It's all set up for the Pats. Everything. 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 Now, doesn't that make... Let's, uh, let's envision the Bills continuing the streak they're on now if you guys make the playoffs this year and and win the AFC East doesn't that make it that much more 
enjoyable for you that you had to overcome the odds stacked against you because of the Patriots? Hey, douche. Did I just did I just set you? It's not a streak. We're we're a pretty good football team. Okay. Yeah, I know that. No, 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 no. When you use the word streak, it's condescending. Okay, and I don't like condescending comments. I'm just telling you. Is that a clueless look in your face, or it's just your yeah? Face? I don't see why streaks condescending. That's not like that. Because streak means it, you're on a lucky win streak. It's like you're not good enough to win normally, so you're just on a streak. It's a oh, negative if you, comment. If you pair together multiple wins in a row, that's a streak. I know it's a streak, but it's a negative comment. No one ever says the Patriots are on a win streak. No one ever says that. No one ever says the Patriots are on a win streak because they win. That that's that that's so that's just a, Anthony. You're an AFC Broncos fan. Am I right or wrong on this? No, I agree. Uh, good teams never have streaks. They're good the whole season. So you're basically Thanks. saying the Bills are only good for the stretch. So wouldn't Correct. that be a season-long streak? No. No, that you being a jealous, miserable Giant fan with no phone because you suck. That's what that I'm, means. That's what I think it is. I'm not jealous. Yes, you are. Jets you're have three wins. Giants have one. Get five people talking at once. Anthony, go first. Well, I said the Jets have three wins. The Giants have one. But somehow they're still both JV teams. Dennis, you go. Uh, was I jealous of the Bills fan? I'm, I'm happy for you this year. The Cowboys beat the Redskins 33-19. to uh, Cowboys quarterback uh, Zeke Elliott <laughs> had 150 yards rushing, two touchdowns on 33 carries. I caught some of this game. Rainy day. Uh, was I think this was at RFK, wasn't it? The Redskins game? Oh. Yes. RFK. I will continue to call it RFK. Cowboys are victorious right there. I got to keep an eye on that there for Giants. Well, Giants don't matter. Idiot. That was last year. Uh, Panthers, uh, the defense holds Jameis Winston, the Buccaneers quarterback, uh, to a field goal. 17-3 victory for the Panthers over the Buccaneers. I'm surprised at that. I saw the press conference with Jameis Winston. Holy, just no sell Jones. He was like, yeah, you know, look, I played bad. Yeah, I did. Whatever. You know, it's all right, man. We're just, you know, we're going to come out win. I'm not going to soak. He no sold just complete like really like didn't seem like he gave a rat's ass that they lost to be honest with you i'm just telling you my perception of what i saw in this deal here i mentioned the steelers they uh they defeated the detroit lions uh last night 20 to 15 uh big ben uh, roethlisberger quarterback of the steelers at uh, 17 of 31 317 yards thrown one td one interception uh, Steelers rookie uh, wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju! He had 193 yards rushing. One score. Several receptions. You see, what's his name? Was pissed. You see the receiver's name? I can't remember his name. The other kid from the Steelers. Artavius Bryant? Yeah. He was pissed. He tweeted some negative thing the other day, and then uh, I guess he, he pulled it down. And it was so nice of the NBC team to put it on TV, the tweet. That was nice of them. He's been complaining all year. Yeah. He's passionate. Leave it alone. The Broncos traveled to Kansas City in an AFC West uh, battle tonight on Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Big Ant, you're all over this, Sonny, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I'm expecting like a 72 to nothing blowout. That's obviously yeah. the Broncos not scoring a point. Because our offense going to is break terrible. here, going to break. We'll be back from break in a little while. Continue talking uh, some football. Give you a little raw preview. Got to kick some phone calls. We'll be on Facebook Live also, folks, at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Sit tight. Monday edition. Jam pack. Be right back.
Alrighty. Back here, fourth quarter city, Monday edition. The tax show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Understand that the home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And as you guys know, they support the tax show. We support them. And what Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans does, they keep it simple. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply. Understand fully. Mortgage confidently. So to get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAC. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAS. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. Facebook.com slash Tasha. When the video's gone, there's no more Facebook Live, I guess. Dennis, I know you dig this tune, by the way, bro. I, actually, the second I started playing it, I, I said to Anna, I was like, this song actually is really good. Yeah, let me crank it up. I guess that's it. All right. So anyway, timing actually. <laughs> on that note, can't follow that except to go down to Arkansas to talk to John. John, you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, House? The Taz. John. Good moment, Taz. Wait, is this? Which yes. John is this? It's the inimitable pork chop. Oh, pork chop! What's up, brother? How you been? Oh, pretty good. Doing the health food thing this morning for breakfast, eating bowl of fruit. See, because that'll make up for the fried chicken I'm going to eat later. You are badass. What have you been smoking lately, my friend? Well, I am presently cigar poor. It is Uh-oh. truly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No problem. No problem. No problem. That's fine. That's fine. You'll, you'll pick it up. You'll pick it up. Just lay off the fried chicken. How can I help you, big boy? What's going on, man? Long time no talk. Uh, well, uh, not much. I just thought I'd ask you your opinion of uh, whether or not you thought Leo Rush's karma was going to come back and bite him on on some of his tweets, and if you thought that there's a distinct bias in WWE against some of the independents' groundswell popularity right now. Well, first off, I don't know if you heard me earlier talking about Leo Rush. Did you hear the show earlier, John? No, I got up towards the middle middle section of the show, so no problem. I no, will have the to whole the whole catch. yeah 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 the whole bro bro the whole first segment I discussed it, but that's okay. I, um, as far as biting him on the butt, I I do think that um, because I kind of didn't get into this part, I do my opinion. I do think they are going to teach him a lesson. I'm not saying they're going to release the guy. I hope they don't release him. I hope that it's. I'm sure they had a talk with him already, like I said earlier. I do think that um, that he's going to have to you know, 
uh, serve his penance a little bit. He's he's I have a funny feeling he's gonna do his share of jobs uh, or miss or not be on some dates. They're gonna humble him. They're gonna humble him and they're gonna humble him. I I really believe that. Um, and you know what? He'll he should, in my opinion, take it like a champ and smile because. You know, you don't want to. The 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 worst of the two the two could be that you're gone. I mean, because what he did, you know, he's under contract WWE, and it was you know not cool what he tweeted. And like I said earlier, you know, people should, and not just public figures, but people in general on social media. Before you post something, draft it, type it, look at it, think about it, walk away from it, come back in a minute or two, and then decide if you want to send it. You know, like that. That's usually when you like, eh, maybe I shouldn't send this. You know. Um, uh, you know, uh, I, I think that he, he, he's going to get, he's going to have to learn this lesson the hard way and good luck in that locker room because you got a lot of your peers and your, your fellow brothers and sisters that are pretty pissed off at you right now. So look, I believe, like I said earlier, John, everybody deserves a second and third chance. I believe that, um, this kid is an ultra talented kid. He, he is very talented, but he is just that he's a kid. He's young. He's 22 years old, 21 years old. He's got to learn. Now, what was your other question, John, the independence? What were you saying? I was going to ask if you thought that there's a distinct bias because of the surge in popularity in recent years of the independence, namely acts like the Bullet Club and other things of that nature. No, I don't think there's a bias at all. I, I think WWE's happy about it, in essence. And, and, and John, I appreciate you calling, brother. Thank you, man. Take care. Talk to you again soon. Um, I don't... I, I don't Look, in my time and years in WWE, and and even though the independents are more popular now than ever, I've never heard Vince McMahon say anything negative or anybody in the company in management about uh, independent wrestling. They 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 support it. They they want it to do well because it's the grassroots of the business. And I've said this many times on the show. Vince McMahon knows. Triple H knows. Stephanie knows. They know that they can't just breed sports entertainers under their their performance center. They can, but I'm saying. As a whole, the whole business can't evolve to every wrestler is going to get trained under the WWE, and that's that. And that's going to be our talent roster on SmackDown and Raw and NXT. That I strongly think that is not what WWE wants. Um, so they, I believe they want success for those because no one's a real threat to them at the end of the day. And I think Vince and, and everybody, they know that. They're not dumb people. They're very intelligent people. But... Uh, as far as the Bullet Club thing, I think that's a little different. I, I, again, you know, the whole Quiet Fox, you know, too sweet thing. Um, you know, WWE. It's I, I guess I don't know how. Again, with a hand hand motion, how you can have that as a trademark or a copyright, but they feel it's their intellectual property and that uh, they don't want to see anybody else. Uh, you know, making money uh, off of uh, off of that. I guess that's that's the uh, end all be all. And I looked yesterday; they still had AJ and Finn Balor doing the double quiet fox on the, on the website, you know, from the pay-per-view. So, which I thought was very interesting. So, um, and I read some reports somewhere that there's some scuttlebutt that they might be doing a, um, a, uh, bullet club reunion type thing. I mean, they have the pieces in place for the most part, you know, from Finn Balor to AJ to, to, uh, uh, Gallows and Anderson, uh, who am I missing? Dennis, who am I missing? Knock, 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 knock was in there. Uh, I feel like there's a fifth guy. Yeah, I know. Why do I keep AJ thinking there? Finn. <sighs> Looking on Facebook Live, maybe some people can tell us there because uh, they're smart. And uh, Rocky Altaferez, Taz is amazing. Thank you, Rocky. You, sir, are amazing on Facebook Live. 
That hat is fire. Eric Witzel, thank you, my friend. This is a, if you're listening to the podcast version, I'm wearing a camo, a strong style camo Buffalo Bills uh, baseball cap. Yes. Uh, la, la, la. Adam Cole in NXT. Uh, Adam, uh, Adam yep. Actionberg, he's right. Yeah. Hmm. Adam Cole, Adam Cole. I've been saying with Corey Jackson, Adam Cole, Jose Luis Lopez, too. Adam Cole, uh, Feast, Binam Owen. Hello from New Zealand. Hello, New Zealand. Peace, Neiman Nomas. Hello, Dennis, to Peace, Neiman Nomen in, uh, 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 what do you call it there, uh, New Zealand, please. Say hello to him. Pete, what was it? Peace, Fima, New Zealand? Hello, New Zealand. Let's go to uh, Minnesota and speak to uh, – let's speak to David, please. Uh, David, how are you, sir? You're on the Taz Show. What's going on, buddy? Hey, I'm a first-time caller. Yes, uh, yes, I've been yes, a fan yeah. for a long time. i got two two questions. What do you think about the Samoa Joe joining the Rot team with possibly Kurt Angle? Uh, what do I – say it one more time. I, 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 what do I think about the Rock joining – say it one more time. Uh some, uh, what do you think about Samoa Joe joining uh, Kurt Angle on the Raw team? And possibly on the Raw Dan team? McMahon joining SmackDown team for Survivor Series. Oh, frankly, I haven't thought of that, Dave. That's not a bad idea, right? I mean, that, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't pay attention to a lot of it, but I've seen a lot of, like, uh, other stuff on Twitter and Facebook about, Possibly Samoa Joe coming back early from injury. I mean, it kind of makes sense. And my second question was, you know, I've been I've been I've been listening to you for a long time. The whole Nia Jax, she's been tweeting yeah. about Survivor Series the last couple of days. I know. I, I I saw some people tweeting about that. Yeah, but you know, but Dave, you saw a lot of the scuttle about people saying that she was like gone already, and and you know, people jumped the gun even with the Neville thing. He's not gone. You know what I mean? So. Uh, but let me get back to what you said here about Samoa Joe. I, here's the thing, Dave. I, I don't, I, you know, I hope, I hope they don't do that. Put it, put in Samoa Joe with Kurt on you know, the Raw team and all that jazz. Um, here's the reason why. Samoa Joe's a big star. They've been pushed them and used them the right way for the most part. I think putting just throwing them in that that Survivor Series that t- I, I I mean it's a cool spot. I think Joe's bigger than that. I say bring Joe back in a bigger way. You know what I mean, Dave? Yeah. I mean, could could he go with uh, Roman Reigns then? Or do you see something him going a different way if he comes back? You talking about Samoa Joe? Uh, I'm talking about Roman Reigns, you know, because a lot of things out there are saying that, you know, they'd rather have Samoa Joe than Roman Reigns at this point. Be put in that spot for Survivor Series. Yeah, I don't know. I I would lean t- more towards Roman. He's been out just a short time, where Joe's been out with an injury for a lot longer time. And Dave, thanks for calling. We'll have to see. I got to wrap myself around that whole Survivor Series team thing. I haven't. I will delve into that today, and I will be on point tomorrow about it. Okay. Um, I will say this. Um, I just got a text message from a friend of mine. Okay, Dan. Uh, Dan, who owns and runs MCW Wrestling, Maryland Championship Wrestling, which I've talked about many times here on my show. And they do a great job. Um, uh, what they're, they're one of the better independents out there. And they, they put on a great show, uh, great talent. It's well done. Dan's been around the industry a lot of years. Um, you know, during ECW days, I got to know Dan and always loved the guy. And, uh, and, and anybody in that Maryland area or that Beltway there, 
go to some of their shows, man. They they do a great job. And um, he sent me a uh, he sent me a text, and and I I, I you know he, he's cool with me reading it on the air. It's very interesting because see, Leo Rush was one of his guys. Leo Rush come up in, in that MCW system. So basically, what Dan says is, "Hey, thanks for not beating up one of my kids too bad." LOL. You know, uh, mean means Leo. Um, I spoke with him yesterday. He actually brought up. He actually brought up you to him. Uh, he actually brought him up to, to him, uh, meaning that me. I ripped. He's saying you ripped into me for a comment I made uh, to Axel. He means Axel Rotten in a locker room one time. It was the wrong place and time for me to talk to Axel like that, and you let me know it. Problem is, uh, he's young and stuff like that, uh, and he knows he said something stupid and because of social media. And you know, um, so basically, and, and Dan, thanks for the for the tweet, and thanks, I'm sorry, the text, and thanks for being cool with me reading it on the air, brother. And I'll talk to you soon. So basically, see right there, and I, I didn't know that. I mean, Dan texted me just now, but like the thing is. I forgot about that. Like, and that happened a lot in ECW. When I became one of the veterans in the locker room, there was a couple of us that were leaders in the locker room. Uh, not if it's by proxy or by 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 if they were told to be leaders or whatever. It was kind of more by proxy. And um, you know, it's it's at the end of the day. And I talked a lot about the whole Leo thing uh, in the beginning of the show with Emma. And I thanks for Dan saying that to me because it reminded me. The bottom line, the crux of it, and why it pissed off a lot of wrestlers that he did this, in particular WWE wrestlers, is because it was disrespectful. And it sounds like Leo understands that, and it sounds like others are talking to Leo that aren't in WWE just to smarten him up, which is nice. And I and I think that this kid will persevere from this, Leo, and bounce back. I do. Um, you know, it's just we live, in, and to Dan's point in his text to me, that McDivitt, it's like it's we live in a social media world, and it's like... Uh, <laughs> Where I got upset with Dan because of something he said to Axel Rotten, that was in the privacy of a locker room. Today, it's almost like the locker room is this. I'm, if you're listening to real, not watching, I'm holding up my iPhone. It's like everything's on social media. There's, you know, people talk about is kayfabe dead. Well, well, the respect of kayfabe in locker rooms is dead, unfortunately. I think because a, a lot of times wrestlers put stuff out there on social media, and because wrestlers are the reason why I would say as an overview, wrestlers are doing this, and this is a very important thing which a lot of people probably don't talk about or don't even realize. These younger wrestlers with social media and what they are doing, they're trying to build their brand. That's what they're doing. The smart ones, especially when they're in WWE, are trying to build their brand off of the rub from WWE because they know, the smart ones know, the WWE run doesn't last forever. It doesn't. So you better grab that audience as your social media accounts build and build and build once you go to WWE and then get over other stuff you want to get over without getting heat from the office. That's important. Any young wrestler listening to me, either you know this already if you're in WWE or you should do this. Free advice again by me. Okay, so... I'm just telling you, um, the social media thing can be dangerous, too. You have to be careful, especially when you work there. Now, the thing is, like I said about the WWE locker room, and these wrestlers are upset, a lot of them, because they have to share a locker room with this guy. Okay? And 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 that's that's the – that's not that's an issue. It's not an issue. That's an, over, an exaggeration. 
it's they, you know, they don't want to feel like they're with someone they can't trust. They don't want to feel like they're with someone that might tweet something. They don't want to feel like they're with someone that's mean spirited. They don't want to feel like they're with someone that is vindictive or not doesn't feel bad when someone loses their job. They, they, they don't want to share a locker room with someone like that. So that's going to take Leo and the WWE some time to get this kid past that. That That's going to be a little rough, but I hope Leo can do it. I'm in his corner, and I hope he can do it. And and I hope guys like William Regal tweet what they're tweeting, it, it kind of quasi in support of him, saying, hey, look, what he did was wrong, whatever. And I know Regal didn't say this verbatim, but the overview, paraphrasing, like it was a wrong thing the kid did. It was a bad comment. I fired at him on, on social media because I didn't like that he put an apology up and then he he never – the first thing he should have did was delete the tweet where he took the shot at Emma by trying to be joking around, which was not – it was very inappropriate. Then put up your apology. And God, Leo, when you put your apology up, don't encompass WWE with you on behalf of everybody in the WWE and me. Uh, we love you and miss you, whatever he said, Emma, and thank you for your contributions. Like. You can't do that, bro. You're not the Undertaker. Like you can't, you can't do that. You know, you you're not. You know, really, you're not a guy who's been there for for 25, 30 years. You know, you're not. You know, really, you you, you can't you can't do that. But that's just him being young and not knowing. And 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 I think this kid will learn from this. And sometimes the the, the tough times make you better. Uh, it it uh, you know Jordan Sten here on on Facebook Live is saying very unprofessional. It was very unprofessional. And I, I I think that WWE will not release him, and they shouldn't release him. They're going to teach him. He's going to get punished. Oh, he's going to get punished. In not not an obvious way either. He will get punished, and, and he has to. That's the way the game goes. Trust me. But it's – it's um, he's young. He made a mistake. Uh, he, I'm sure he regrets the hell out of it. He's a young guy. Um, he's got a young family. And and I and I hope it works out for him. I, I my gut tells me well, and here's the other reason why I think it will, guys. If you're WWE right now, you you can't release him, you can't fire him, because it, it's there's so much attention on this right now. You know, you you'll look bad. See, look again. This is things you will not hear <laughs> on Dancing with the Table on the WWE Network or any of these shows where they they act like they're shooting when they're not. I'm gonna spit something at you right now that no one's gonna tell you. So, in a way, what happened here by Leo doing this inadvertently and accidentally, WWE might be quasi not happy about it, but okay with it. Why? Why, Taz? Why would you say that? Well, I'll tell you why I'll say that. Because it takes the attention off of the fact of the matter that three people were released that were there for a long time. Summer Rae, Emma, and Darren Young. Darren Young, thank you. Bearded Jones. Three people gone, gone, and no one's talking about that right now. They're talking about what Leo did. See? So, in a way, the attention's... Dennis, you see what I'm saying here? The old misdirection. WWE's loving this because people forget that they're gone, and now it's mm -hmm. like, now they got to... They can look like the good guys from dealing with the blowback, where it's like, oh, well, we've, we've talked to... We've talked to Leo. Okay, then stop. You could have just did a ditto here because you're saying nothing that I didn't say. Ditto. You notice what he's doing? He's just regurgitating again. Trying to be a host when he needs to be yep. a biz dev guy. Well said. Well said, Anthony. That's why you are top of the depth shot this week. Those comments right there. Congrats, buddy. <clears throat> He'll laugh the trailing off. He did, that, he did the whimper again. 
<laughs> the whipping level. I love, I love, I love winning it. Um, no. <laughs> I'm not saying, well, Dennis, you're saying WWE's loving this. I'm not saying they're loving this. No, I, yeah, I don't think they're loving it. Far. Yeah, I think it's a little too far. I think WWE is is like, oh, all right, well, you know, we got to talk to Leo. This wasn't good. You know, but I think it's one of those things that are just not said like, well, you know, no one's ripping us for, for releasing these three talented people, you know? So there's two ways to look at it, you know? I mean, it, whatever. I mean, I, I, I again, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying what I feel out here um, about this stuff. I just think it, it's, look, the other thing with this is, and again, I'm going to tell you some stuff, like it, it, the reason why, like for me as a former wrestler and a former talent, why it upset me, and, and it's not that I'm soft or other wrestlers are soft or what happened to – why can't people say what they – I say it all the time. I think the world we live in is way too PC, especially with the freaking social media. It's a pain in the ass. I, I totally agree. Okay, I, I totally agree. But the, the, the thing with this here for me as a former talent, a former wrestler, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand there are so little spots to make a full-time real living or career as a professional wrestler. In this world, that when you have one and it's going okay and then it's gone and they take it from you, it's heartbreaking. And that's what happened to Darren Young and Emma and Summer Rae, especially Emma, who's been grinding just as of last week. So there's so few spots. Don't let anyone hack the Taz show here, what I'm saying to you about this. Oh, that's obvious. No, no. No one says it because you don't think about it. There are very little spots to make a living in this industry. And when something gets taken away and then someone cracks a joke and they're a fellow wrestler, nevertheless, a WWE contract wrestler, it's like, hey, yikes. That really pisses people off. So for any people that are like, ah, you're being too hard on a kid, eh. <laughs> you know, you can't, uh, you know, you got to think before you put stuff out on social media. But you know what? Like I said, I I hope this works out for this kid. I got a feeling it will. I think I think he's going to learn a hard lesson. They're going to teach him hard. But I, I think he's going to learn a hard lesson here. And but I think it's going to work out for him. It's going to take some time. Look, let's be honest. Okay, again, I'm going to the fifth quarter city here, but I'm just spitballing. And make sure you share the show, guys, on Facebook. Please, you're getting free shit here. I'm talking about stuff that no one else is going to tell you. I'm live. You know, just share the show because soon there'll be no Facebook live. So share it while you can. Okay. So here's the thing. You you know, if you're if you're a wrestler and WWE cuts you loose, and you're not expecting to be cut loose, now it's like you, you your whole life just just got it, it's 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 like getting fired from a regular job. But the difference with regular jobs is a lot of times there's more opportunities in regular jobs. When you're a wrestler and you're a performer, male or female, right away, you think, what am I going to do? Okay, I can go on independence because there's this big misconception that everything on the independence is wine and roses and rainbows and butterflies and everything's great. And I can do what I want, make a bunch of money. I talked about this last week. Yeah, you can for a short time. And then it kind of runs out. There's no longevity there, in my opinion. I mean, look, you can get hired by somebody else, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's hard. Now, let's say, okay, well, you know what? If you're a wrestler, you got, look at Emma. Emma's a pretty girl. Summer Rae, pretty girl. Look at Darren. Uh, Darren, he's a good-looking guy, big guy. 
these guys can get a job on doing commercials or being an actor and stuff like that and not so fast. The tough thing with that is you are typecast to the levels you people have no idea when you come from the wrestling industry and you're trying to get into another realm of entertainment, especially acting. It's so hard. For guys like The Rock, who who done it basically on his own, John Cena's kind of doing it with WWE. He, he did it while he was still with them. Steve Austin, these guys, and, and there's others. I'm, I'm missing a bunch. I mean, Dave Batista's doing well. When, when these guys can do stuff like that, I have a lot of respect for that because that's very, very hard to do. But you are typecast. And to do it to the level that some of the names are doing it that I just mentioned uh, is pretty freaking impressive. And it's very, very hard. But if you asked Rocky or if you asked Batista you know, or, or Steve Austin, they would tell you how hard, how hard it was to get to that level early on in their acting for, for a couple of a few years of being typecast. It's brutal. I'm telling you, it's brutal. Very hard. Very hard to do. So, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I, I So when anybody, anybody says, ah, everybody's being too sensitive on social media, let the, you know, I got to say with this one, I got to throw a flag. I don't think it's it's too sensitive. I, I think it's, I, I, I think what he did was very wrong and very unprofessional and very immature. And um, and I think he's going to learn from this at the hands of WWE. And like I said, you know, don't mistake the fact that three people are out of work right now. So, and why they put it out on a Sunday is a little perplexing. I have to be honest with you. Were there any reports about that, uh, Dennis? Why they put it out on a Sunday? What what was that about? I'm not sure why it was on a Sunday. Maybe they were just trying to keep it under the radar like oh we'll dump it on a weekend and like yeah maybe you're right yeah the, the emma thing is odd i mean just just whatever i got into this at the if you're if you're um if you what do you call it if you just join the show now on facebook live thank you by the way and hello but you could hear the rest of the, the stuff i was saying about the whole uh you know stuff with leo rush and emma and stuff like that um what he said and we tweeted first segment go listen to the podcast of it or watch the vod you'll check it all out but look, something else will go down, something else will happen, and then this will die down, and, and that's what happens in the business. You know, let's be honest. That's what happens. Uh, things things are hot topics for a little while. Uh, like, for example, I think WWE, uh, this this here could actually help Leo. Uh, before I wrap the show up, WWE put out um, about an hour ago, uh, if you listen to this live, uh, if you listen to the On Demand, sorry, but about an hour ago here on this Monday, on uh, October 30th, they put out breaking news. The 25th anniversary of Raw will emanate from the Barclay Center and the Hammerstein Ballroom, that is, in New York City. So that's pretty cool right there. And uh, the 25th Raw, which is badass. That's awesome. And I like that. Congrats to WWE and that. That's a huge, insane, tough thing to do. I like the graphic, and I'm going to tell you what they put on the graphic. They have The Undertaker. They have Shawn Michaels. They have Roman Reigns. They have Alexa Bliss. Um... To me, that's cool. Uh, past versus, uh, you know, uh, past next to current. It gives the rub to Roman Reigns and to Alexa Bliss. Some people, I bet you, are like, well, why the hell they got Roman Reigns on there? He sucks. Wake up, jobbers, and smell the coffee. He don't suck. There's millions invested in the guy. Just like Alexa. There's millions invested in her. It shows you that those two are the ones they want to push. Uh, now, 
I feel, in my opinion, okay, you've got to have both champions on there. But Brock is a little bit older. I would like this, you know, right, Brock's universal champ, and you got Alexis. I mean, I always believe in the champions get the biggest push. But Brock is being pushed more as an attraction. Roman's more current, where Brock's a little bit older. You get my drift on that, Dennis? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, great. So, um, so that's the deal. But anyway, it's pretty cool. It's cool for WWE. It's cool for Raw. It's it's, it's cool for wrestling fans. I'm looking forward to watching it. The Raw uh, 25th uh, anniversary Jones. It is. Let me get you the date, folks. Hold on, my producer's on it. Uh, me. Uh, hang on a second. It is January 22nd. Second, January 22nd, 2018. Jones. Wow. Early promotion. They want to sell out the buildings. They want to sell out. I guess it's going to have like a uh, via satellite. For those that don't know, younger fans, uh, the reason why they're going to go over to Manhattan Center over there. It's because that's where the first Raw was. Am I correct on that? I yes. I yeah, I know I am. I'm being a smart ass. Uh, I guess that's it. So I got to give you a little Raw preview. I'm going to do that right now for you people. This show is just chock full of stuff. So Raw's coming from Baltimore, Maryland, uh, Royal Farms Arena, which is the old, I think, Baltimore Arena, which is a cool old school venue. I used to love working in Baltimore. And the questions they're asking, how will Raw respond to Under Siege? That's right. That's uh, that, I'm looking forward to this. Come to think of it now. I'm glad they put that out there in a preview because we haven't seen a receipt, a revenge yet by Raw, which is going to kind of be weird because they SmackDown's got the upper hand right now. <clears throat> Unless SmackDown's going to show up there again, but we shall see. Who will join the Raw men and women's traditional Survivor Series teams? Will the current Raw uh, title holders still be in place for their champion versus champion matches at Survivor Series? All questions. Will Elias be, uh, will he still be singing a new tune? I like that he's in the preview. Elias. Who will be next up to dare step up to Kane? So that means Kane's going to squash someone. So, interesting. All right, well, that's the deal. So, uh, anyways, I appreciate everybody who called the show today or interacted on uh, Facebook Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Or maybe on Twitter. Appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed this edition, this Monday edition of the Taz Show. Be back tomorrow. Uh, later on this week, we'll have, uh, I think, Thursday, special guest, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, will be on the Taz Show. So that'd be great. Tomorrow, Mike Johnson will be on, PW Insider Report. All right, for everybody at the Gimmick Clubhouse here at the Rage Cave, uh, we love you guys. Thank you for the support. I'm Taz, you're not. Adios. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names Back then when I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping.